Hunter Podcast. If you're listening to on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app, um, clearprottv.com. If you are watching it someplace on YouTube, and we appreciate you jumping in here real quick. Let's go ahead and talk, uh, introduce everybody on the panel, which you guys probably already know. I mean, this is episode 91, season two, episode 91. Hey, you know what? We are creeping up on season three really soon. This can be so awesome. Uh, we got Will Fly, willflyppg.com. What's up, buddy? How you been? Doing good, man. Just got down from a nice flight after not being able to fly for a few days. So, hey, it's always jumping in. Uh oh, I think that was JP Tulo. Yeah, that was JP Tulo. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I apologize for for JP Tulo. Go ahead and <laughs> you will fly. Step on my intro. I know he just like jumped. Hi, right, brother. Karma's coming around to you. It wasn't me. I was starting the the. I played the video, the live stream. <laughs> that was actually Sean's voice that jumped in on you. Yeah, um, yeah, but I muted it. I muted it. Carry on, carry on. Well, I said what I said. If uh, you can find me on YouTube under Will Fly or WillFlyPPG.com, like making videos and flying paramotors. I think we all do. I think that's why we're here. You know, if, if you're a paramotor pilot, you have a YouTube channel. Um, and if you're a, a geriatric, uh, somebody else does it for you. Right, John Wayne? Are you out there, buddy? All right. We also got uh, uh, Jim from uh, Canada. Eh? What's what, what, what's it all about up there, buddy? Oh, things are going good. It's getting a little bit cooler. Looking forward to some long flights through the day. Hopefully the snow lands soon. I can't believe I'm excited for the snow. I, I can't believe that either because I'm definitely snot ready for no snow, <laughs> snot at all, buddy. But uh, we'll definitely need to talk more about uh, um, Canadian snow. It's a little bit different, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Jim, for jumping on the show. We also got uh, ParamountUSA.com. That's our Linda Anderson. How you doing, girl? I don't your- mute myself. Yeah, no, I'm, ready for, I'm ready for the snow. It's been unseasonably warmer here, usually by October, you know, we're already waiting for the snow to roll in and, and it's been like in the 70s and then we're getting storms here and there. But anyway, yes, uh, I'm Paramount USA. My son is uh, does the paraglidingchalk.com on Thursday night. So that's kind of how I started hanging out with all the pair of people and it's been an adventure ever since i don't fly but i just hang with my pair of family and i love y'all and it's a great time uh, as we're introducing people on here anybody that's out there who loves who loves to fly in the snow because i guess we're going to be talking about snow flying here in a little bit i already see some hands popping up but how about out there in the chat do you guys fly in the snow how cold do you uh what's your what's your cold limit i mean i think mine's like 40 maybe 45 but i guess we'll go on from there hey speaking about cold we got flying flamingo jade and ppg lear uh husband and wife uh trike and foot launch peeps um somebody is they're both on mute so hopefully one of them will come off mute and and say something welcome guys hi there i'll go first this time um you can check me out with cupcake krista on Wednesday night at paramotorgirl.com. And we have a show called Girls Just Want to Fly. And it's at 7 p.m. Central. And this week we have uh, one of our 
good friends that's usually in the chat, uh, Deweese Milstead from Petal, Mississippi. I like Deweese. She's sweet. She is a trike flyer, and she is going to tell us all about her experience of aviation from the past until what she's gotten herself into just recently. Cool. And you, Mr. Lear? Well, hey, guys. Uh, Yeah, I'm... Uh, just here. I'm here to discuss. We're going to discuss wings tonight. Is that what we're doing? Wings and packing of uh, reserves and I guess anything paramotor. Awesome. Well, I'm here to support this channel. Well, we appreciate you being here. Thank you very much. We also got JP Tulo in the house. He's our TikTok Tulo and the only guy that I know that gets 2 million views on his cat hitting his junk. What's up, brother? Uh, it's it's 1.9, but but I'll count it. Um, I'm going to say 2 million because, you know, I round up one on guys. Uh, yeah, just, uh, just here to talk paramotors. That's what we're all here for. Right. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate it. Kind of, kind of shaky though. It's been a little while since I've been up in the air. I'm starting to get the sweats and like a little nervous tick. Um, getting antsy, man. Definitely got to get back up in the air soon. Definitely. Definitely. Anybody else get like that when, uh, when they haven't flown in a little while? Anybody in the chat? Absolutely. Yeah, you guys? Absolutely. I know I do. I start. What's a little, the little lady does? She gets very antsy if she Absolutely. doesn't get to fly. <laughs> They're all talking like that. <laughs> That's a little while, JP. What's that? What's a little while? What do you consider? Well, it's been a couple, <laughs> I think about two weeks. Ooh. Wow. Right? Right? Like, wow. uh, Gotta go I would to say, again. like around a week is typically pretty good. Um, I'm just gonna. Oh, poor JP, gosh. Yeah, that that's no good. Okay, eating all that. I don't know. Save that for after the show, man. Right, business for pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, and look who's saying that, Will. Well, I finished mine before. Well, not quite. Not quite. I still have a little something, something <laughs> going on here. Hey, this this is this is a paramotor podcast that you can actually eat on if you want to, as long as you put it on mute. That's 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 it. Just put nom, it on mute. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Unless you num 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 it, right? Let's see. Who do we have in the chat tonight? We have Daniel Roosh, never trust the skinny chef Shane. Huh? Uh Justin. Low, I don't have my glasses. Who who can who can name off everybody in the chat for me? I don't have my glasses. Anybody see? Daniel, you mentioned Daniel, Shannon Brooks, PPG the other Nick, some guy named Eric PPG Lear, <laughs> and yeah, you'd never trust the skinny chef, Flying <laughs> Flamingo, uh, Justin M. Lewandowski, did I say it right? I hope I did. Yeah, that's it for now. Big Lou, dude. Okay, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, real quick, can I jump in? Sorry, since you just missed. You always, you know, making it a habit of like interrupting me. So go ahead, man. I'm busy. (laughs) (laughs) If if you guys get a chance, you need to. Since you mentioned Justin, you need to hop over to Justin Lewandowski's. instagram channel because he posted something very interesting uh two day two or three days ago that uh i actually missed it but uh 
something interesting happened to his riser that uh, could happen to anyone. And it just oh, wow. goes the, to show the importance of pre-flights and being prepared. Um, if that doesn't make you want to carry a reserve, I don't know what does. But hop over to um, Big Lou. What's your Instagram channel? Let me pull it up real quick for you guys. <clears throat> Yeah, what's Justin's Instagram? What, what's, his, what's his Instagram name? Justin what? I'll pull it up here for you a minute. Linda. Oh, I saw my computer when I'm like, where'd I go? Hello, Ken Stamey. Oh, Ken Stamey in the house. What's up, brother man? Yeah. My, my goal is to be as strong and stout as Ken Stamey one of these days. Hey, it's a goal. I'm at my phone on Instagram looking for him. I would support you on that goal. Huh? Hey, hey, put that, uh, put it where we can see your password. Yeah, put it to show. <laughs> 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 no, please don't do that. Well, I know what it is. Mm, well, I, I don't really know what it is. know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Hey, no one's watching. You can type slow. It's okay. <laughs> See, mine mine pops in automatically. I, I got all my passwords like saved on mine. Yeah, I don't usually it does that. New computer. Uh, Maybe it would be Big Lou PPG. Yeah, something like that. Oh, that is, is Big that Lou. What it is? Big L E W P P G. B I G L E W P P G. Hey, your dankies. Your dankies. Why is your dankies not coming on and chatting with us live here on Zoom? You should. Hey, tonight we're going to be talking about wings, inspections, and repacking of reserves, which is going to be really awesome. Um, also, too, uh, you, if you guys have my cell phone number, I actually got another cell phone that is just for the paramotor business. And that number is, I got to look at it because I don't know it yet offhand, 501 548-5758. You can text me anytime and talk paramotors on that. That is my online phone number that everybody can use. Uh, please just don't put me on any spam um, um, list or anything because that would be awful. Wait a minute. Justin says that's him. So that's the right one, Jade. All right. Good deal. All right. <clears throat> so tonight we're going to be talking about wings, inspections, and repacking. Uh, I know that there's been a couple of times where people have asked about JP Tulo's incident where he actually had to throw a reserve and it was not at an SIV class. It was actually, you know, in the wild. JP, do you want to talk about that or not? Yeah, I mean, I'll brush it, go over it real quick, but um log in and bear with me there's all sorts of bears with you <laughs> there it is big blue ppg and if you're listening to this make sure you go over to clearproptv.com and watch this so you can see what we're watching uh I, even though the the audio is probably very interesting. Sometimes the visuals are pretty cool. So what are we watching right now, bud? Uh, this is just uh, a, actually I should probably ask 
Justin, if it's okay if I do this, I would assume so, but is that cool with you, Justin, if I show your, your stuff? Is it okay if we, you know, put your stuff out there all over the internet so people go that's, to your channel? That's already all over the internet, basically. Right. I'm famous and all, man, so think carefully about answering this question. <laughs> yeah, I found him on my Instagram. I'm already following him because that's how I am. Yeah. Tony Marzano in the chat. And, and JP, once hey. again, for people that are listening to this podcast, what are we doing? Uh, we are going to Big Lou's Instagram page. Um, Justin, L-E-W-A-N-D-O-S-K-I. I'm on it. He says it's cool. So it just goes to show. Oops, the importance of. So I don't know how well you're going to be able to see. Good. Oh. I can see it pretty well. So right here. If you see right there, there's a nut. Right there, there's a nut. Right there, there's a nut. Mm -hmm. All keeping your uh, your lines attached to your risers. For right all those there. that are for all those that are listening to this, we're looking at the different riser lines, and we're looking at the mallions. So the A mallion here, uh, where that nut should be, we can see the sky. Um, so somehow his nut cracked. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? No, it literally uh, broke off of his riser, and uh, it could have been a bad situation. Oh. Yeah, that's where all your weight is right there is on your Absolutely A line. is on the A's, yeah. So uh, probably it's hard to imagine what exactly, you know, what would have been the worst-case scenario, best-case scenario, obviously, would be to land without incident, which I think is what happened. Um, but worst-case scenario – say you lose your entire group of a's um you're you're gonna go down not, not necessarily in the sivs if we pull down the a's that's pretty much like losing them and that's an asymmetric and you can fly pretty straight with an asymmetric yeah, pulling them down i think they would fold up instead of being pulled down in that situation it's difficult to to imagine well, and doing things symmetrically is one thing but if if it's not symmetrical I mean, yeah well either way this is uh why i would bring up what happened to me um with my reserve toss um it was very similar i broke a single line um going out to the outermost part of my wing it was the stabilo and it uh it i was still in the air i didn't fall out of the sky but it sent me into a spiral that either I was not able to get out of or I didn't have enough experience to get out of at the time and I couldn't pull out of the spiral. So uh, had I not had the reserve, I would have spiraled into the ground. Um, probably wouldn't have died, um, but probably, <laughs> don't give me that face. It probably would have been like paralyzed, at least broken a couple legs. Um, but that's why we, uh, we prepare for that sort of situation. And uh, yeah, that's why 
I get very nervous about not flying without a reserve. And I, I don't like to see it when people aren't flying without reserves, because to me, it's like, uh, riding on the freeway without your seatbelt on, like you can do it and you'll probably be fine. It's not a big deal, but what happens, you know, when your wheel falls off or someone swerves into you from oncoming traffic, you know, there's, there's so much that you can control, but there's also so much that you can't control. And, uh, to be prepared in a situation where, where, uh, you know, you otherwise wouldn't have, you know, control. And I think it's uh, extremely important to, to cover your bases as much as possible. And that's this whole flying thing that we do. It's stacking the deck in our favor. It, that's why we fly in good weather. That's why we, you know, fly on safe wings. That's why we, you know, do pre-flights. That's why we, you know, keep the maintenance up on our motors. This is just all stacking the deck in our favor to make our chances as good as possible in scenarios like this. Tony's asking what we're looking at again. Who is? Tony in the chat asked me you? to explain what we're looking at again there. The oh, okay. Uh, so the Malians are, uh, the Malians have a nut on them that, hmm. The Malians have uh, like this. Right. So these are, you have three or four of these on each one of your, your uh, wing. And it looks like that. And this nut on Justin's A riser um, somehow departed from the rest of the wing. So he just has an open spot right here and it is essentially just hanging where the lines could completely loop out of that, like a carabiner without the floppy thing on it. They could uh, depart at any moment and uh, it's kind of difficult to see in the picture, but right here, there's no nut. If you go to his Instagram page and open up the uh, window, and kind of uh, with your phone, or you can kind of, it keeps unzooming for me here when I share it, but when, I, when I'm when i not sharing it, I can get a much clearer picture. I have so, a question. Uh, go ahead. If, if you don't use protection with your nut, should you have plan B? Well, they got rubbers on there. <laughs> they, well, yeah, it's important to have uh, rubber protection right next to your nut right here there's there's a, a rubber you know that you wrap around your uh right next to where your nut is where all your nuts are actually and uh you use that rubber to keep the lines the lines from sliding around <laughs> and you don't want the, you don't want the lines to come in contact with your nuts <laughs> any one of them Okay, seriously, I do have a question. What do you do if the rubber breaks? If the rubber plan breaks, plan B. Plan B. Now, let me tell you, that's funny, but I do have to replace my rubbers quite often. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they, they, they'll dry rot and snap. Um, Guys, 
All they are are O rings. You can get I them. I guarantee me. you, if I pull my wing out right now, there's probably two or three that um, are missing the the rubber keeper band. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. And so my first wing didn't even come with those. So I mean, really? it's just, yeah, it's more of a extra. I think you go to Lowe's. I I just go to Lowe's and get yeah Lowe's, Home Depot, Napa. Don't go to O'Reilly's or Advanced Auto Parts or. AutoZone. Go to Napa. They have the best O-rings. So, just curious. um, I haven't had any. I haven't had any problems with those. uh, But I also do send my wing in every year. So I guess this goes for wing inspections. Um, Do we know when his wing was inspected last professionally? I mean, how many hours has he been flying that? Because I'm looking at it too, and I'm zooming in. I'm checking out on my phone because I can definitely see it a lot better on my phone. I don't think you're going to catch that kind of failure in an, in an inspection. That is a, like, they don't replace the millions in an inspection. Um, that's just kind of one of those things where a freak thing. But they replace them every year when you have your inspection. No, they replace the O-rings on the millions. They don't replace every million. I'm nearly certain of that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, yeah, the O-rings, but not the millions. Yeah, and um, his million is what failed. So I was able to screenshot that on my phone, on my phone, and I imported it here. Perfect. Zoom. Thank you, John. So this is what we're looking at, and yeah, that I mean. Number one, how's that nut even come off unless that Malian is bent? Well, well, he busted it. He literally busted a nut all over his, his riser. I mean, yes, he did. He he was really excited on this flight. And, uh, I saw that coming. Yep. That's what she said. All right. Yeah. So we got this right here where, I, I, where obviously – you can see that. I mean, they're, like they're not supposed them. to. They're not supposed to just come off. I mean, those are no, like they're, they're not supposed to come off at all. Um, no, even even if you unscrew them all the way, and and try to screw them off all the way, they still don't come off because they're connected. Right. Um, it looks like this is actually bent a little bit. I, I don't know how. I, I honestly, I don't know. Is, is this it right here? And it and it pulled it this far away. No, I, if you read the his comments, I think he mentioned that it actually cracked off, like it broke in two pieces and it departed. It's no longer there. If uh, I wonder if he could send me a picture, if he has any better pictures, Justin, if you can uh, text them to me or something, I could put them up, or if not, we can move on to a different subject. But I didn't. Have you ever heard of that happening? Never, never. never. Other than I, I haven't either. Never. I mean, I, I've actually them. looked up and seen my um, the the screw loose, you know, separated. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've never I've seen them get twisted and flopped, and I've seen them without the O ring on them. You can see sometimes they'll separate and like it'll get underneath and be like on the wrong part of the million. But I've never, yeah, that's definitely a new one for me. So, turn your background off, Sean. 
I don't think you really want to see what's going on in my background. <clears throat> so let me turn this off real quick. So this is, I mean, I got a bunch of wings in here, so it's really easy for me to show you guys. So this is the Malian right here, right? So, you know, you, you can't even hand loosen these, these things. I mean, they are put on there really tight. And so for him to lose this right here, I, I don't know how it's even possible. I mean, that's a lot of pressure right there. Just holding this together. So this is your this is your riser. And this is your line that goes up to your wing. And that's well, what we're got it cracked off. So how in the world would you crack that off? That's what I'm not understanding. I think it, it's what goes into the manufacturing defect. It must have had, uh, you know, a hairline frac crack at, you know, a fracture at some point and it just fatigued over time. You know, typically they're not supposed to fail like that, but every one in a million, you know, this is one of those things, you know, where crap happens. And this is what, why I think reserves are stone because you have to be prepared for that one in a million chance. You know, you can do everything right and fly in good weather and, and have good gear, but you can't protect yourself from getting, from colliding with an eagle and you know which who you would you would say and that's never going to happen but it happened in their video of it i know we've, we've we've seen the videos you know, of it crap and, happened and it went down right yeah um real quick how long um have you been flying that wing um before this happened i mean is this like a new wing is this a wing that has 100 hours 300 hours has it been serviced at all uh, i really would like to know you know something about the wing if if you're able to to tell us in the chat. And were you flying with a reserve? All right. Um, so since we're so talking John, about he, he says he has about 10 hours on it. Wow. Um, just inspected last year. But like I said, th that's not the kind of thing that's going to get caught in an inspection. That's that's Tonight we're just going to be talking about paramotors. So welcome to I was turning off all those things and that thing was on. I am so sorry. That was my fault. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Mark H said something that uh, he said fractured and maybe over tightened. So possibly, then, yeah. Then that that the question then would be is how tight is tight enough? Yeah. Uh, I think a little bit past finger tight is what they recommend. You, you tighten it with your finger and then you do like a quarter turn with a wrench. Yeah, all my probably not even a quarter, maybe like an eighth of a turn, like just just enough to keep it from backing off. Um, it's Do not much at all. Years? Mm, I wouldn't. Mm, I mean, I guess you could, but you, you don't want to get Loctite on. I I've seen situations where Loctite can eat stuff, and I would be nervous about that getting on the actual lines. Um. That wouldn't be good. But it, it probably, I mean, if you just put a little tiny dab, it probably wouldn't hurt. When when y'all do your pre-flights, you check your mallions, check your lines. I mean, what kind of pre-flight? I, I know that we all pre-flight our motors and our cages, right? How many people actually, you know, pre-flight your wing? And how often? 
anybody on the panel? Um, do you guys pre-flight your wings at all? I pre-kite, but I honestly, I wouldn't say I pre-flight the wing. This weekend we were at a, oh, okay. like a little mini fly-in and then we went over to our okay. instructor's school. Um, Hang on. Yeah, I and I, I flew in the morning and I ended up um, just laying my wing out when we got to the school and I did a little inspection myself. I um, knew I had some rocks, dirt, pebbles, and stuff like that in my wing from a past landing um, at the school. There was like a little trail, and my wing came down half on the grass runway and half on the, on the, you know, the, the gra gravel area. And so I laid my wing out, and I checked all my lines to make sure that I didn't have any kinks in the lines, and um, that part I did not check what we were just talking about, um, but I checked all the the ties to the the wing itself and um the cells so i did that okay um maybe maybe i maybe i pre-flight the wings a lot because of the students uh we go through and i we go through and we check the millions and and the little rubber thing around them and stuff like that too just so they know what's there so you know more people that go through you know the more people i talk to the more people we do it so uh, we check them all the time just so they know but i don't think that a lot of people actually pre-flight their wing as much as they should um so specifically you to understand the lines going through the lines and and uh you know the ribs and things like that but what do you specifically look for when you're and now when I pre-kite the wing, I am looking at the wing for anything out of the ordinary, which isn't going to tell me the whole story, I know, but so you're looking at the mallions, the lines, and what else? Uh, we, we check to see if anything is frayed. Uh, we make sure that um, if it has tip steering, we make sure that the tip steering is uh, free and clear to that little loop pulley. And back on the magnet because that's the first thing that will mess up your flight um, when you don't realize that this your tip steering is wrapped around and connected um, that is just as bad as um, a riser well not as bad as a riser twist but it could be bad uh, depending on your launch if it's pulling if, if this is down and everybody that has tip steering knows that pulling tip steering down this much right is like taking your brake and pulling it almost you know 12 uh 12 inches right is, is that what you would think um tip steering you know two inches is probably like a full foot or 12 inches of uh, brake input so if you got this thing wrapped around and you got two inches wrapped around that could cause your inflation especially if you're doing a forward inflation and nil wind you know part of your wing coming down you know or 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 trying to move or trying to do something so we always double check that we go through and just make sure that all of our rubber rubber lines are good and uh we also check to make sure that nothing is frayed um on the lines but we go into more deeper inspections um over the 
over the wing. But as far as uh, pre-flighting, we definitely do look at our um, our tip steering to make sure that's not wrapped around. Do you anybody ever check your tip steering before you do a Ford inflation? Will, do you have tip steering? I do, and I don't normally check it because I never use it. Ah. So, but I should I should check it. I mean, it is subject to come loose and whatever. Um, but no, I mean, I, I normally just use the lines themselves if I ever need to use tip steering. Yeah, uh, I definitely know that I go through a little bit more pre-flight than one normally does only because I wanted to make sure that my students, you know, really know everything that they probably should check. And um, we have a pre-flight and that's one of the pre-flights that we do that we do go through once a week. Um, speaking about inspections and stuff like that for wings themselves, I know that a lot of wings, the manufacturer says, get it inspected every at the first two after the first 200 hours of flight or every year when do you guys send in your brand new wings or do you not panel anybody do you send your wings in to get them inspected or only when something happens to them do you send them in i have never sent a wing in how many hours I don't, it, I don't keep it long enough to to send in how many so, hours do you have yours on yours? About a hundred hours. Okay. So, and I'm about to uh, probably end up trading that in for something else. Um, what, what is, is there a recommended like every. If you get a brand new wing, usually the manufacturer will say uh, the uh, every year or the, the first 200 hours. So the first 200 hours, they can get inspected. And then every hundred hours after that. It's usually what I see on wings. Um, what is your wings? Have you checked your wing to see what they recommend? No, no I haven't. I'm, I'm sure I did. I read the manual, but I don't know. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I, I can't remember what um, all my wings say, but usually it's like if you buy them brand new, it's uh, get inspected after the first 200 hours. Jim, you're brand new at uh, flying. How many hours you got now? I haven't... Um, Chad with you for a while. Did, did he just? I, log I don't have information for my, the time I spent, but I got 24 hours on my own moment. I think you said 24 hours, but your internet's cutting out on your is, is my internet real bad? Yeah. Just now when you try to talk, yeah. My wife told me that I didn't have a choice. She's going to want it no matter what. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't hear what you said. It's that internet thing, you know? Um, Wi-Fi sucks sometimes. It's, uh, se it's seven. What's that, bud? Can't live with it. Can't live without it. Ain't that the truth? Now, JP, you have had your reserve for how long and have you ever got it repacked? And when do you think that you should get it repacked? Yes, I did get it repacked uh, once <laughs> um, because uh, it had to be. Um, right. 
Um, when I first bought it, I registered it through Advance. It's a, an Advance Companion SQR. It's a round square. I'm very happy with it. Um, they say uh, the descent rate is typically pretty high um, when you're going down under reserve, but uh, I landed without a scratch, so I'm very happy with it. Um, <clears throat> but uh, typically, you're supposed to they when you register it, they send you an automatic email once a year reminding you to get it repacked, which is what the manufacturer recommends a yearly um, repack and inspection, which it's to their advantage to encourage more frequent than necessary. I think repacks because it's never, there's never a downside to it other than it's a hassle and it costs money, but it's, you know, it's always in your favor to do that if you've got time and extra money. Um, How much does it cost, JP? I think it's around maybe 70 bucks, something like that, plus shipping. Um, it doesn't take real long, you know, once they, they do it. Um, when I did it, I had to buy a, a new handle and a new deployment bag at, at the same time because I lost mine in the corn when it happened. You'll lose that when you throw. Um, that was the downside to that. When you're, when you're going over water, you can tie uh, like a floaty thing to it, which I think is what they do in the SIV. Correct me if I'm wrong, Sean. Um, you're right, they do. Yeah, and you can track down the handle and get that back, but otherwise uh, it can be really difficult to locate. But yeah, I think it's... Uh, always a good idea to listen to the manufacturer i'm not going to recommend against that but I, I would say i tend to stretch it a little bit further than necessary. yeah i i agree it, it's um it's been two years and i fly with mine it's one of those steerable and um it's one of those i think it's a 130 beamer um pretty big so uh, I can even flare with it. So I don't have to worry about slamming down on the ground. I hate the, the round. Oh, round square. Tony Marzano said, what is a round square, JP? That's exactly what it sounds like. It's a square. There's round parachutes and there's square parachutes. And this is just uh, a hybrid between the two of them. It's uh, kind of supposed to be the best of both worlds. Um, I'll see if I can find a picture to share with you guys. Did you get an oversized reserve? One that um, you know wouldn't set you down so hard. I would say I I went with the biggest option that I fit into. Um, the next, you know, the next lower option I would have been way over on. It was either. Uh, like I think uh, 160 kilogram or 140 kilogram, and I was at like 144 all up at the time. So I went with the 160. So I had a lot of room to play with, which I think is definitely um, better because it's only going to slow your descent rate. And uh, since then, I've kind of uh, my all up weight has gone way down, and I think I'm under that 140 mark. But I, it's still nice to have that extra. Um, room to play with so that uh, you'll have a lower descent rate and um, it, it only it's the small amount you know that it weighs more that you're carrying with I think is such a negligible amount you know 
we're talking like like grams, you know, like a couple hundred grams difference between the 140 and the 160, you know, just a few ounces probably. Yeah. So uh, I think it's, if you're close, I think it's always better to go up. That's well, always a good idea. I, I agree. Um, they, they supposed to go down at uh, approximately 5.5 meters per second, which is about 11 feet per Think second. Think about that per second. Like yeah. that's not a soft landing. No, no. If your house, we is had to double feet, check those numbers a few shows back. I remember because yeah, if, if, if your house is uh, 11 feet high and you jump off of it and it takes you a second to get down, that's kind of how fast you're going to be coming down underneath a reserve. So you don't want to be throwing a reserve unless it's absolutely positively necessary. And if you do have a reserve, um, you probably want the biggest one possible. Like I said, I went with the one that's steerable only because it was bigger. And I had that flare authority at the very end where I could hit that flare, you know, and come down a little bit lighter, a little bit less than uh, uh, 11 feet a second. That, that just sounds horrible. It, it sounds scary, actually. Yeah. So you can't flare yours, JP? No, it's just uh, there's no controls. It just you go down wherever you're going, wherever the wind takes you. And that's where you're going. Um, so, uh, what? Yeah. What do you guys think of those steerable ones? I'm looking at the Regalo too. That's why I mean that's what I got is steerable. Just because there's a lot of water over here, there's power lines, there's trees, and if I have the option or the uh, capability of maneuvering around a pine tree and a pond and electrical lines to get to a little spot that I can flare and land in a little field. Um, I want that little bit of extra, you know, um, you, you know, it's, it would suck if you had to throw a reserve and you ended up in power lines or in trees or even worse in water. So I went with, a, it's just a little bit more expensive. I think a round or a square is about 800, a steerable, um, a bigger steerable like I have is 1200. And I opted to pay a little bit more money to have that possibility of having that steering if necessary and that flare at the end i hope that i never have to to throw in real life uh yeah that is is that is that the actual yeah justin just uh texted me these these pictures of uh what happened and uh, you can see it bent and everything because yeah. uh the strength is compromised when you don't have the nut holding those together yeah um, but uh yikes absolutely yikes man thank wow, you buddy. justin for sending me those yeah but definitely thank you for for letting us uh, show that on the podcast here that's that is just scary and he said this was a relatively new wing yeah right? uh, less than uh, 50 hours on it less than 30 i think that's what he said wow tony marzano in the chat had a question that he said he's asking can't you flare around by pulling on the risers there's no risers it's just, just one yeah there's just a, it's called a y bridle and they go into a y like right in front or above your face and then it just everything they're all equal lines it's just, you know 
there's there's nothing to you're going you're going straight down you're not there's no forward motion so there's no there's no it doesn't i don't want to say that doesn't make sense but it, you know a flare comes from transferring forward motion into you know kind of an upward motion and you're there's no way to transfer you know the motion of just going down by flaring also you, also you wouldn't be able to reach any of the lines um yeah my manual it suggests that i check my lines every 50 hours for the geometry would that be the length of the lines for the geometry yeah yeah i think they're saying uh, to check the trim yeah just okay and then it actually it's pretty cool it gives me all the lengths of all the lines so that i can i can adjust it or get new ones whatever and then also it says that every 24 months the i should send it in to get it checked unless i'm an intensive flyer which is like more than 100 hours per year then i should do it more often mm. but i would think that it sounds like every 100 hours would be wise yeah especially if you if you do a lot of flying um and acro i mean even even light acro can really stretch your lines um this is a good example i brought i bought this brand new in 2019 and with everything that I did within that year, um, everything from a couple of SIVs to an acro and stuff like that, and I sent it in 2019. So this is brand new. I mean, talking about crispy and stuff, right? Um, never went in the water, and they failed the lines. So I was flying a brand new 2019. At the end of 2019, the lines failed because of the acro and just using it the way i did so that's something to think about too if you get yourself a used um wing you know i mean here's let was just say it's 2021 right so you get a brand new 20 2021 um uh, uh glider you use the heck out of it you go to a couple siv courses it's still crispy but if you don't send it in to find out about the uh, the strength of the lines, it uh, it could fail, and you could accidentally sell somebody a new wing. Well, not a new wing. You used it, you used the heck out of it, right? Then it's like it's still a twenty twenty one, and the person that's buying it thinks, oh, well, it's it's a twenty twenty one. It's gonna be fine. But if they don't get it uh, sent in and, and checked. The lines could fail. That means that you could be out there and do some acro, and the line will snap. So I'm, I don't do acros on my on my wings. When I get new wings, I just go up and I fly. I enjoy. I might you know come down a little bit quicker doing some some wingovers or something. But I don't do heavy acro on my wings anymore because that really tears them up really quick. Who does acro here? JP. Eric, Eric, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does it also with his trike. Um, when I fly a trike on with mine, I can feel the lines. Just, I mean, I'm way, way close to the hundred percent, if not over, when I'm flying the trike. You know, the trike with my with my uh, wings, and I can tell that if I did any type, you know, of maneuvers up there with the trike, 
um, that would put a lot more stress on my wings. So I definitely don't do any type of um, acro or anything like that when I'm flying the trike. Well, um, is in the house and so is mainly paramotors. What's up, guys? Glad that you jumped on. Who else do we have on there? Do we say hello to everybody? Mark H. I think, uh, yeah, I think we got everybody. All right, good deal. Hey, Will. I got to say hi to chatters. Hi, my chatters. <laughs> Love ya. Okay, I'm done. Hey, Will. Yeah. Since when does Eric do acro? You, you guys I was wondering if you were going to catch that. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> he does not do acro. No, <laughs> says Eric. So that, there's a, a a question. Okay, um, that's something I've been thinking about. It, I don't keep a wing long enough to have it inspected i don't do heavy acro on any, any or anything like that i'll do wing overs um i'll do a spiral every now and then but i i'm thinking that you know if you keep a wing for a year then sell it keep it for a year then sell it and my line of thinking is it gives it gives somebody an opportunity to buy a good wing at a decent price, you know, cause they ain't cheap. And, uh, and then just kind of keep a new wing going every year. Does that make sense? Absolutely. My line of, uh, my reasoning. Absolutely. Do you think it, it keeps you on a fresh, a fresh wing? Um, no, but I, I definitely agree with what you're, you're saying there. I tend to be more, uh, sentimental yeah, my gear, yeah. i guess you know mm -hmm. um i've still got my first wing and every wing in between but i definitely think uh you've got it's a good idea what you're doing that also allows you to move, move around and gather you know experience on multiple different platforms and it keeps you on you know fresh setup every time safe setup you know new is good yeah. Do, so. uh, with the technology I, too right it's always absolutely yeah yeah i like i like new um here's a reserve throw in case you guys have not seen a reserve throw so this is uh me throwing a reserve and look how it just sort of falls out boop now i'm still going forward and once it inflates then everything goes down in front of me like this um, once you are underneath the reserve, as you can see on the top right, that little um, thing, uh, you got a stall ball and you got to pull that, that uh, your wing in because you don't want it to reinflate. Because if it reinflates, it's no good. See, now look behind me. There's nothing to grab on those round reserves. Mm. There's just nothing to grab. It's behind you. Um, the only thing that you have time for really is to grab your wing and pull it in. And uh, before you know it, you're going to be in the drink. Yep. Now, thank goodness I was in doing this uh, SIV and going in the water because I went down quick. I mean, did that hurt? 
No, I mean, it didn't hurt, but I could tell that if this was on land, look at how fast I'm going. So imagine that being on land. Oh, man. So. Well, how about the, what is it, tuck and roll or roll or whatever? There's a technique you're supposed to use. PFL, I think is what it's called. Parachutal fall or. Yeah, so some technique that's supposed to <clears throat> breaking bones. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find. Yeah, we had to do that when when we're in the when I was in the military. Um, they pushed us out of the airplane, and we had pretty much that type of parachute. And thank God I was younger and didn't have you know a bunch of extra weight on me, and I was able to to do it. But I always ended up with some really bad ankles. Uh, for the rest of my life since I did that and never really wanted to do anything parachutal um, before but um, I don't I don't think it'd be fun going down on reserve on on land at all wait a minute now you went down reserve on land right JP how that how that well it was for you it was a very healthy cornfield so I think that uh, <clears throat> was good because uh you know, it, it softened things uh, quite a bit. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I walked away without a scratch. So, um, I bent my cage just a tiny bit. Um, I was able to bend it back. No problem. So, yeah. Um, this is what, uh, you're supposed to do. Keep your arms. You're not supposed to break your, try and, you know, catch yourself with your arms at all. You're just supposed to kind of go limp and kind of roll out of it. <clears throat> parachute landing fall is what they call it a pfl and then for uh whoever was asking for it before there was the comparison of the difference between a round square and the round square so it really is a cross between the two <laughs> yeah it's literally exactly what you would think now, those would give you some better. Uh, I mean, why why would you add the round square? Um, I'm I, trying to figure I think out. it it has maybe faster opening, or you know, maybe. Uh, I to be honest with you, I don't know the okay. benefits and features of uh, I, everything has its ups and downs. I think so. Well. <laughs> Those are, those are for the downs, yeah. <laughs> Not so much for the ups. Mm -hmm. Has anybody looked at those ones that are kind of like in the shape of a heart? Yeah, that's or what, uh, that's the regalo. That's, that's, a, a, that's a steerable. That's a steerable. <clears throat> Which so, is, yeah, what yeah it does look like a heart. NASA actually used that design, I think, in the, the 60s, the regalo. So what did you throw, Sean? That was just a, a regular round, right? Yeah, that, that was the uh, SIV. So uh, I threw their reserve while I was on their wing. So I didn't have to use my stuff, which was really awesome. Hey, James. Hey, Kelby Cox. Made it just in time to say goodbye it's almost eight o'clock i mean we got just a couple more minutes we already been chatting for an entire hour how about that that's crazy 
Yeah, my Monday nights with everybody. Yeah, it was really, really good. I, I really enjoyed tonight. We definitely need to talk yeah. more about um, repack, uh, wings, inspection. Um, maybe next time we can bring a bunch of people on. David Wolf's in the house. What's up, buddy? Uh, Fly Baby Fly PBG. Um, who wow. else do we have in here? Aaron Thanks, I. Thanks for joining us. Aaron I, the flying guy. Oh, there was a, oh. I wanted to, if I could. Yeah. Was there a question? Uh, it was PPG, the other Nick, said that he experienced, he had a nice flight today, but he experienced sync for the first time. He experienced sync? Sync for the first time. I'm assuming on landing, uh, I, I don't know the details there, but thought maybe we could just touch that topic. And, uh, well, um, I usually find the sink when I'm flying midday because you got the thermals that are pulling up. And then, of course, you know, you got hot air up, cold air coming down. So, you know, if you're coming into a to a thermal, you do like a midday thermals, you know, you here's a good nice little thermal going up. You got the cold air coming down. So you might get that sink but then you should be able to get that lift. But I've also noticed, too, that there's a lot of sink. Um, around ponds. Is my internet okay? Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah. So I sometimes get a lot of sink around ponds and uh, uh, small bodies of water. Uh, like I was over at Bad Apples and I was going right next to the pond and you saw that right pretty much went down almost 50 feet straight down. They, I think they tend to suck heat, you know out of the it's like uh you know i don't know maybe what well the when you're at the ocean the water the air is flowing from the ocean to the land because the land is the low pressure right and then it switches at nighttime so maybe it has something maybe the air is coming down on the water or it's just not as much pressure. Over at the at the beach, you usually have some really nice laminar winds, and you don't get the the crazy stuff like we do, you know, over here in you know in Arkansas when you're flying midday. Um, usually in the mornings, you know the the morning time that that most people fly uh, a paramotor, you know, um, two hours after sunrise and two hours before sunset. Those are usually the nicest times to fly because you don't have all those, um, you know, uh, thermals and rotor and, you know, crazy winds and stuff. I tell you, you can tell the difference. Uh, as soon as 10 o'clock rolls around in the morning, um, there's a big difference uh, in in flying. And if anybody else flies midday, you, you can attest it's... Uh, you get a lot of lift and a lot of sink in some crazy places too that you're not expecting it either. So the other Nick, um, where were you flying in at what time was it? That's what I just asked him. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm curious too. Um, Great minds think alike. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually trying to look back and see if I can find that video there it is wow almost five thousand hits on this one hmm. it's only a two minute video where i show the sink 
<clears throat> and of course, whenever Nick replies, we'll chat with him and try to figure out what was going on on that day. Is David Wolf still in the house? Dave Wolf, do you do any midday flying? I think he does. Where do you get? If he does any snow flying up there? Oops, what's that? I wonder if he does any snow flying up there in Ohio. Is it snowing? No, no. Oh. When we, we were talking, the pre-show, we were talking about snow flying. Oh, 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 oh. All right, so let me go ahead and share this real quick. <laughs> so here I was over at Bad Apples, and I was flying right next to the pond, and... I got a little bit of a lift and then all of a sudden I got some sink and went down about 50 feet Whoop. right there. Oh yeah. Straight down. And of course, you know, like I said, you know, you got warm air rising, cold air goes down. So, you know, usually I've, I have, as what I have noticed when I'm flying, if I'm flying next to something like this, like a pond, I can feel it on the edges. And I was trying to explain um, what I felt. So here we go. Got the lift. You got the sink right next to it. And the way I got out of it, I was like gunned as I went down. That way I'm using the pendulum effect to swing myself back up. If I was, if I was any lower, I probably would have hit. The front edge of that uh, glider looked like it wiggled just a little bit there. Can you play that again? Yeah. That's a real good example. That's some serious sync right there. And whoever videoed this, thank you so much. I think it could have been Flying Flamingo Jade. Did you record that for me? She's everywhere. She probably did. She probably did. But this, this shot, I think I might have. I would have to go back and... I think you did. So thank look. you for, for that. Yep. So I had a chest cam on, so we had two different angles, which was really cool to be able to link those together so you could actually see the downdraft. That looked pretty spooky, Sean. It wasn't the first time. So have you ever hit the ground from one of those things? Absolutely not. I always make sure that I'm flying high enough because, well, I know it's going to happen. So I always make sure I'm high enough so when I do hit that sink, I just gun it and I swing out from underneath of it and avert death. How high do you stay? Um, I stay higher than the trees. See the treetops? I try to stay higher than treetops, so definitely over 50 feet. Um, 90 feet to 100 is probably safer during midday because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, there was very little forward motion there. It was like straight down at one point, it looked like. Yeah, so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, why else would you midday fly unless you, you know, enjoyed the roller coaster ride? And yeah, went almost vertically straight down. But I gunned it just in time so I could juke. Use that pendulum effect. But anyways, yeah, that's the sink. So did Nick reply? Do we know when he uh, 
when he flew, where he flew, and what kind of sync did he get? He hasn't replied yet. All right. He probably... I mean, the answer obviously is uh, if you if it is going to be power, right? So what? Forward, are your... forward momentum, um, and it really just depends too, because I had my trims all the way in. Uh, there, there's here's something we we probably need to talk about is um, trims in, trims yeah. neutral, trims out. And when do you trim in neutral and out? And why do you trim in neutral and out? Um, so who flies with their trims in mostly? Who takes off and lands with trims in? Nine times I, do. I, do. I do, but my manual says that I'm supposed to do it halfway or mid. And, but I, because they had reasoning behind it, but I never did it because I was first instructed having it all the way in. And so I've just, I'm trying now to do it midway, but I come in pretty fast. Yeah, I, I agree. You can definitely come in pretty darn fast when you are uh, trimmed out or neutral for sure. Uh, one of the things that um, I've done is I've, I've tried I, I tried it all. You know, I wanted to see what would happen if I came in. Okay, nil wind, right? If you trim all the way in and nil wind, you're going as slow as you can. So you can come in really, really super slow, and you can almost uh, come in and go straight down to a nice little butterfly landing. Or if you like to do the swoop like um, Tucker does, I see his trims. He's trimmed all the way out. He's got full speed coming in, burns it all off, does a little foot drag, and and it's, he's he does amazing things. Um, when I have wind, and and there's some good wind, like let's say between ten and fifteen miles an hour wind, right? Um, trims are usually neutral to out when I take off and land. If it's nil wind, I pull the trims all the way in. Because even on nil winds on a forward inflation, eight to 10 steps, I'm in the air. If you have it on neutral, you're going to do probably 15, 20 steps. And if you have all the way out, you might not even be able to get off the ground. So when you're on a track, when you're, when you're on a trike, you can pretty much do whatever you want to. But I try to stay neutral on a trike. How about flying Flamingo Jade? You, you fly a trike. What do you uh, do for your trims when you fly your trike? I usually do the neutral uh -huh. um, on takeoff and landing. Um, I don't, um, I guess when I hit a wind wall is when I um, work with my trims. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise I don't mess with it too much. Um, I know one time when we were doing the, when I won the beanbag drop, I worked with my trims in and that was actually the first time I worked with my trims in and um, that was different for me. So, but, but otherwise um, I'm usually pretty at a neutral on takeoff and landings. Okay. And uh, Jim, you said that you, are trims in usually because you're what no wind or very light wind usually yeah but my wing is designed as a paramotor wing or a paraglider wing as well so it 
they were saying in the manual that if you're trimmed in, that's designed for thermaline because it'll give you uh, the most lift. And also it, the sink rate is the highest because you're not going forward as much as you're just, you're kind of just dropping. So I think that's why they're saying, keep it neutral when you take off and land. But I've been doing it trimmed in the whole time. I like it. Interesting. And we'll fly. Um, how about you? Where do you have your trims when you fly? <clears throat> I have never taken off full trims in or landed full trims in. If it's no wind, and this is something that Eric and I were talking about at Bad Apples. So I've just started, you know, kind of messing with it. But um, if it's no wind, I'll trim in, but just a little bit, you know, not a lot. Uh, and same thing on landing. I'll trim in just a little bit, just to give me that extra little bit of flare. I don't seem to, I don't have a problem with the flare on the Colorado so much. Um, so yeah, on the next no wind uh, day, I, I kind of think I'm gonna try a full trim in landing, just to see what it feels like. You know? Oh, do it, definitely do a, a, a trim in, a full trim in during a takeoff. And you'll, you're going to take like, you know, five or six steps because of your weight and the most of 185, the wing you're, you're uh, flying, it'd probably take you, you know, eight steps max on nil wind. So, uh, the, uh, so on a nil wind day, full trim in, uh, you're saying the wing will, the wing come up slower, but provide more lift? Or come up Be very lifty. And more lift. Very lifty. Yeah. Um, lower speeds yeah well I'll, I'll definitely try it i mean it can't hurt yeah when when i am foot launching i will do trims in now i am flying this is very important that i don't think i've heard yet i am flying a mac para charger and i am taking off and landing full trims in and it really doesn't matter what everybody's doing it is what your book that comes with that wing is recommending. That is the most important. When you go to uh, Nick, Nick LaBeouf, uh, when we were talking to him, uh, he actually lands with his trims mostly out. He comes in fast to get more flare authority to actually land slower. And he told me to do it and I tried it and I could see where he's correct on that. I just didn't have the talent. I ran out of talent. So I look like, I look like a hot air balloon at the end of my uh, breaks, but it's all depends on what the manufacturer is recommending is how it actually should yeah. be done. Yeah. That's what I fly too as a charger. And it suggests neutral for landing and taking off. And I, I, and I think that that might be part of my problem. When I, when I have it trimmed all the way in, I notice I got the brakes don't kick in for a little bit more. Like I have to pull the brakes a lot further before I feel the pressure. And I don't think my arms are long enough to get all the way down when my trims are all the way in. I can't, it's almost impossible for me to stall the wing. Hey Jim, uh, on mine, I, I, I will tell you, this is just me and my, what I did is I shortened my brakes three inches equally on both sides. 
and there is times on a nil wind, I will take a wrap and I will jab those down to my knees when I'm landing. You can stall that wing. And that I found I can do it, but I have long arms. Um, so I'm able to get my arms down there by my knees. But uh, if you need to take two wraps to get, you know, that full thing, maybe you should shorten your brakes a little bit more. Um, but I kind of did three inches because it worked out perfect for me because it works. Good. You have to remember, I also use this exact same wing when I use the trike. So with a trike, if you have your brakes, of course, too short, I mean, you're, it feels like you're reaching for the world up there to grab onto your brakes and it gets uncomfortable. So this was a comfortable area for me so I can use it for my trike and also for uh, foot launch. Consult I, a I professional. Would, consult a professional before yep. shortened brake lines. And yeah, yep. instructor suggested that we might look at doing that, but uh, so I'll definitely do that with him when I, if I do it. If you, I'm going to try the wrap thing first, and we'll see how that works. Yeah, yep. I, I, I suggest taking that wrap because if you take a wrap, if you just take a small wrap, and you. Actually, you know what? I think I got the, uh, all right. So here we go, right? So here is your line, right? And here's your brakes, okay? So if you take a wrap, this is how much line you are wrapping. So you got almost a, a foot extra of flare authority when you just go one wrap. So if you want to just take a wrap, you have this much more room or this much more flare authority um, when okay. you're coming in for landing. Um, that's something to think about before you start shortening up brake lines, because if you shorten up a brake line, right, and it's all the way tight, and then you decide, hey, what's this uh, speed bar thing? I, I want to hook this thing up. If this, if your brakes are too tight and you push speed bar your wing is going to collapse because your brake lines are going to be pulling when you depress that speed bar and collapse your wing so please be very very careful when you are doing any sort of modification uh, to your brake lines or any lines uh, also too all your lines have to be tied properly if you do not tie your line properly, it could lose about 25% of its strength. So if this thing's supposed to hold 400 pounds, right? This line is actually more than that, but you tie it incorrectly to that malleon, now it's actually only holding 300 pounds before it snaps. So be very, very careful about how you're tying your lines in also. Yeah, and also Jim, if you want to, to figure out what that three inches will do. Just grab the top. You can do this with your throttle in your hand. Grab the top of your loop and use that as your brakes. Cause you know, on the Mac Paras, they have a loop and then they have that other loop that Velcro's yep. in. So you're, you're not using that Velcro loop, right? You're just using no. the main. Okay. So grab the, grab the top of the, um, of your brake toggle and use that that would be approximately your three inches sounds good and, i'll do that you 
Yeah, you'll notice you'll notice a big difference right away. But Sean's right. You don't want to do anything that'll impede with the speed bar. But I just I know that on the I do know on the chargers, they those things are loose. I don't know anybody that has not, and even Jade is ready to shorten her brake lines because of that. Um, but yeah, definitely. Do that with your instructor. He'll show you how to do it, to mark it with a Sharpie so you know where you're going. Um, and yes, definitely, you know, make sure that does, if, if you are using speed bar, make sure it doesn't impede with that. Because like Sean said, you if you apply that speed bar and that thing comes down and that loop gets caught in that pulley, you will pull that front end of that wing down. Oh. Or I'm sorry, you'll pull pull the back end of the wing down and they, and you can't do that while on speed bar. Right. So thank you. I'll definitely try that. I think I'm planning tomorrow. So. <laughs> That's good. I'm hoping so. Oh, wait, I have to go to and moderate a show. Uh -oh. oh yeah. It's your show tomorrow. Not my show. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, I, I got to be on a show tomorrow. I was talking about Jade's. I thought it was Jade. I get them all confused. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Try that, Jim. I think you'll notice a huge difference and you'll slow way down. Just be very careful that you don't balloon because that's what hurts. Yeah. I choose that's I do that some quite a few times too. I can't quite get that flare just right yet. Practice. in the house. Sean Nasker's in the house. Is that what you said? Yeah. Clark's video, Paramotor, Mahoney. And there's one more. Steve, good pastor. Yeah, man. We also got some, uh, I see a question in the chat too. Does anyone fly with a PG wing and no trims? Um, I have, I have a Gin Vantage. Uh, three. It is a hybrid. It's a mountain wing and a motor wing. So it has trims that are maybe two inches and you can pull trims all, all the way in and out and still use your um, your brake lines because it has no tip stirring. That's the closest I've ever got to something like that. How about you guys? The tip steering? No, it says, um, does anybody fly with a PG wing? and no trims. Does anybody fly with a wing without trims? Never have. Okay. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the only one I've ever flown that has like almost no trims and I can go trims all the way out and full speed bar and still use the brakes fully. Sean Nasker says the Mojo Four. I mean, yeah, the Mojo's got it's got trim, but I mean, it's isn't that pretty much just for looks? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's isn't it a real small trim range on the Mojo? I've never flown a Mojo. I haven't either. Wait a minute, or did I? My Pegasus is uh, a paragliding wing, and it has about an inch and a half of trimmers. Like, without exaggerating, it's got, like, that much of a trim range. <laughs> you know how I measure? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I know. 
<laughs> All right. Please. Anywho, guys, it's always a pleasure. We can take you. a we can take a screenshot real quick. Oh, I can do that. I can do wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. We're gonna take a screenshot and uh, call it a night. Um, when JP goes, we all gotta go because we got a show tomorrow, right? I mean, we got um, a show with PBG Lear, and then the next day we got a show with Flying Flamingo Jade. Ready? Two, three. Perfect. I, I love taking these pictures because I can see the difference in like my face now to like before when I had the my big grandpa fat face. A grandpa uh, fat face. I did. I had a big old grandpa fat face. Oh my god! I was gonna say like, man, I'm so glad now. Yeah, I don't see that fat face anymore. Ah. <laughs> Stop. Flying so, uh, Flamingo Jade, you want to unmute and tell us about uh, um, Eric's show and your show for the next two days? Uh, Eric can talk about his show, which is coming up tomorrow night, that he's helping out Never Trust a Skinny Chef Shane. Eric? Yeah, so Shane just wants to take a little bit of a hiatus. So I offered to step up and take on this show and help out because I want to keep the paramotor community uh, and give them something to do on a Tuesday night because we have no life. Anyways, <laughs> I have reached out. I have reached out to two of my friends, Will and Mark. Um, I pronounce his name wrong so i don't bother mcelroy <laughs> mcelroy anyways and they're gonna help me out hopefully and it shouldn't cost me too much for them to help but that'll be tomorrow at 7 p.m central time uh, wherever you live you're gonna have to do the math to find out what time it's on and um right. it'll be a good time actually we're gonna be talking about a fly-in that jade and i just went to and then some kind of good, exciting news on what our future in the paramotoring, uh, our paramotoring future is going to be about. And that's it. All right. So I guess we just go over to Shane's um, channel and watch your show. Is that how that works? You can, but you're not going to see much content because you won't see anything. You're going to have to go to ppglear.com and subscribe. And hopefully I'll get more subscribers because I only have. 42. <laughs> can, 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 you spell that? can you spell that for us for people that are maybe driving and, and they want to go to this? Yes. PPG Lear. P-E-E-P-E-E-G-E-E-L-E-A-R. That's PPG Lear. Oh, stop yourself. <laughs> oh, P as in Paul. P as in Paul. G as in George. Oh, George. Lear as in Jet. PPG Lear. L-E-A-R for those that are waiting for that one. My head hurts after all that. All, all that P-P-P-P. So make sure you go to ppglear.com and I'll forward over to uh, Eric's YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe and hit that bell notification. Hey, Eric, can I make a suggestion? Yes, sir. FYI, um, you would think... You know, saying that your content is good for kids would be a good thing. But it's but not. It, 
it's not. Um, so for right now, for instance, it's not allowing me to ring the bell because yeah. it's saying that content for kids, you're not able to ring the bell. And it also narrows down your audience field. Yes. Okay, so- JP, I will have um, <laughs> my people reach out to you because I don't do any of this. I got okay. it, JP. And it's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> My my content is just for children. I'm dying right now. Oh my god! Hey, I just got a new subscriber. It's Kelby Cox. I'm telling you, man. When you have a large family, it pays off sometimes. There we go. I guess so. Right on. So yeah, clear jet films. Clear jet film. I love it. Yeah, so just uh, watch, um, and then when uh, uh, I'm I'm only doing this, as I said, it's a temporary thing unless Shane doesn't want to come back. But he he said he'll do it once a month, and just to because we need sanity here, I don't want to totally wreck his thing that he started. But um, I just want to keep the Paramotor family together. So have have you checked to make sure that you can stream to a children's only channel? You, my maybe. people will come and check out your people and we'll figure it out <laughs> i hope so you, this, this is a tomorrow thing so you know you yeah, better tomorrow your people and my people and our people i have no clue i was just told to show up yeah that's not gonna work i don't think no. well, then we're going to then will will be doing a new show on tuesdays <laughs> and, <laughs> Hey, Matt Sloper. Hey, Austin Smith in the chat. Oh, Aaron, I subscribe too. We're going to have to be giving out some Lear gear on our show then. Ooh, I like that Lear gear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Lear gear. Smear the Lear gear. Yeah, I like that. That's got a nice ring to it. Lear gear. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, stay tuned. And then uh, Jade show is on Wednesday and it's no good. So <laughs> what? <laughs> she'll talk about her show. The flamingo gets I'm out so her tail. <laughs> is it like, my turn now? It looks like Tony and, and um, Angela are like, there's having some serious winds in Nevada right now. Yeah, 65 mile per hour gust. What? Like 32? 40 mile an hour or whatever. There you go. I put it in the chat. So you just click that ppglear.com and it'll take them over to us. Take it over to your channel and make sure you subscribe. And once he fixes his channel, make sure you hit that bell notification. Oh, is this all the chat right now I'm seeing? Like everybody's on there right now? This is my favorite thing to do. It's like an infinite I chat loop. Well, I can't, I, I don't know how to do it from my phone. All Makes day. everyone think their screen is broken. It's hard enough to yeah. the laptop. Okay, hi Tony. Hi, Fly Hi, Aaron I. Kelby. JP. Oh, not JP. Aaron I. The fly guy. All right. Eric's got 47 subscribers now. What? Oh. I know. It's crazy. Get them to 50 real quick, huh? OMG. Oh, we can get them to 50. Yeah, we could we could do that. Yeah, man. Doing we just it? need three more people to subscribe to get him up to fifty. Good job, Aaron. I. 
Right. And if you're listening to this on your favorite podcasting app, please go over to www.ppglear.com and hit that subscribe and see what number you are. Right now it's 47. Hey, you might uh, you might make it up to 50 or 60 or even 100. Let us know in comments down below. Yes. Yes, please do that so I stop whining. <laughs> <laughs> you tired of hearing yourself whine? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, killing me. He wants, Walter, he wants some cheese. He wants some cheese with that wine. Walter says. Walter says in the chat, "You guys are funny, crazy." <laughs> he just sounds, figured that out. That sounds like Walter, but he would normally say that upside down, so we couldn't hear. Sean, it. Sir. Hi, Sean, sir. That would be good to have this going on the show all night. If I'd be, I'd be like yelling everybody on chat oh and in case you didn't know i got a i got a new um a new phone for the paramotor business so if you want to get up with me and text me and and uh be a chat friend on my actual phone it's 501 501 that's area code okay wait i'm writing it down chat friend 548 See how many people text me? Let me see. I nobody. Will. Nobody. Oh. oh. Yeah, I just, you just, I just gave me the number. I gave it to <laughs> earlier. I gave it earlier. <laughs> thing. Um, apparently. 548-5758. 49 yeah. subscribers, Eric. Woo! Just need one more. And you got 50 check drivers. Eric's again. We took him off of uh, Barney and Fred Flintstone. Yeah, I just uh, I saw that and uh, I was able to ring the bell. So alrighty, excellent. So do I get rid of the van and the candy? Free candy on the side of that van. Eh? <laughs> uh, so I can go over there and actually hit the bell notification. What? Yep, it works. Too. Be able to oh my god, it works! I hit the bell notification. Woot woot! No wonder I haven't been getting his. Uh, his videos when they pop up nine months ago. Yeah, it would have nothing to do with me not producing videos. It would just, yeah. Hit the bell. We just need one more uh, subscriber. Yeah. See who's going to be lucky number fifty. Yeah. Who, who? Yeah. And yeah, if you're lucky number fifty, you might get some Lear gear when you go and check out the live stream tomorrow. So, what kind of Lear gear are we are we looking at? Hey, we got all types of good stuff. We got a few. Let's see. We got some shirts and shirts, vinyl stickers, everything related to paramotors. Cool. Wow. Be there. Excited, man. I'll be there. Be there. Be new wings or anything like that, Eric? <laughs> new wings. I love. Yeah. No, 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 uh, no. I'm not giving away any wings. <laughs> hey, and if I'm giving away a wing. I will tell everybody right now in video land, it's going to Kelby. I want to see him fly again. So you have 50. Yeah. You yeah. have 50 clubs. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Who just subscribed? I'm curious in the chat. Which one of you Wait, did? It should say somewhere here on, on one of these 32. Uh, uh, I love it. No way. Was that him? That was 46. 
No, that's him. But it said, uh, I think that maybe Matt Sloper. No, I think it was Kelby. I thought you. Oh no, Kelby already did it. Hey, I'm I'm getting a bunch of people that are um, texting me on my new phone. That is so cool. Hey, if you text me, make sure you let you uh, leave your name so I I, I can put you yeah. on the phone. You're, you're like, who is this? I mean, I mean, appreciate the hey, what's up? But I don't know. I guess I'll just name you what's up, and I'll just text you back. Hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> All right, you're going in my contacts right now, dude. But you already. No turning back. Oh, I got Sean's number. Yay. Yay. So who was number 50? I really want to know. What was the last <laughs> person that subscribed to Eric? So to I would really like top. to know, too, and I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> um, apparently, uh, Eric Lear said you won a uh, brand new wing of your choice. <laughs> yeah. Jade was number 50. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell do you figure out who is 50? Hey, I'm putting your phone number in here right now. I just put Sean's in mine so I can chat with the Sean. The Seanster? No, I, think we're at, I think we were up to 31 uh, viewers. Winnie, Winnie guy. 17 thumbs up. All right, guys. Love you. Got to run. Oh, see you, JP. Have yeah. a good one, buddy. I take off. You guys have a great evening. All right. Don't don't, don't don't forget that you want a brand new wing from uh, from the Lear Gear uh, tomorrow. So make sure you go there and <laughs> yeah, don't forget. Yeah, don't forget to get your. <laughs> <laughs> He's okay, like, Sean, I'm texting you right now. Well, you know that you got my 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 real number. You guys all have my real number too. I mean, yeah, I got your real number, baby. We got your number. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we know, right, Will? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but should I click on that? No, stay out of that. That's for. I go. It's me, Paramount. It's not in here. I know. Yo, Matt texted me too. What's up, Matt? Thank you, buddy. Oh my God! Your phone's blowing up now. It's it's blowing up. <laughs> Give your phone number out to everybody. Jeez. So we have to get fifty text messages to Sean, and you get a new wing. <laughs> you get a new wing. <laughs> you get some some Lear gear. <laughs> Hey, where can he find that? Because we're in the YouTube studio and there's only like two or three names in there, but they're different dates. As far as finding out who you're, I don't yeah. know. That's I, 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 I don't know. I think that you have to log into it on your computer. Yeah. You log into the computer. You go to your youtube studio i'm I'm trying to go there right yep. now since we're since we're here and you go to down towards the bottom i think it, it might be under settings let me they, they changed everything up again so let me see is it under settings no i don't think it's under settings yep it, go to channel i think it is 
No. And then advanced settings. No, that was for the kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. um. I don't know. They changed it all up again. Understood. Because you just had it where it said 50 subscribers on the top, but then you scroll Oh, that down. was right here. Analytics, um, maybe. See live count. Ooh, my life count is 20,900. Cool. Well, I'm that, I'm I'm close to you there. You are really close, dude. I don't know where all my people. Hey, I hit two two hundred and two subscribers. Go, Jay. Trying to catch up to you, Will. Right, you wait. Game on now, Will. I want you to. She's going to be hustling. She's going to be like, look at me now. You guys Yeah. got to check out my short video that I put out 22 hours ago. I have over a thousand views on it. Those shorts are pretty awesome. I put up a couple shorts just for fun because, you know, Yeah. it's it's in beta, right? So, all right, only 15 seconds. And I put one up, it was like almost 3,000 views, like almost, you know, immediately. I'm like, holy crap, this is better than all my other videos that I put up that I actually put time and effort into. So, yeah, those shorts are pretty cool. Johnny, I did a lot of them. did you get my text? Did I get your text? Yeah, Yes. I said, it needs It says, your mom. I, Hey, you mom. did respond. Hello. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Hey, there we go. I responded. Will Fly says, hey. Okay, all right. I forgive you. Okay. And we'll even share my, my photo. Your dankies. What's up, your dankies? Oh, thank you. Good deal. So I've got people in my new uh, paramotor or, you know, okay. So in case you didn't know, the new uh, company that we're starting is called the Flight Brothers. And um, we are putting together some pretty interesting things. We're getting the, uh, the 3D printer. We're making throttles. We're making um, strobes, all sorts of cool paramotor paraphernalia. We're actually making paramotors, and we're trying to figure out um, uh, different trikes and paramotors and wheels and, and stuff. So it's been pretty fun. I've been pretty darn busy working on all these new projects. So I can't wait till we actually have a uh, prototype to show you guys. And as soon as we do, um, I, I will be the, uh, the, uh, the flight tester and test it out, see if it works. I will... Bring my reserve for sure. Nice. Wow, is it really eight forty? We've we've been talking for an hour and forty minutes already. Yep. What Time if we flies. time? Yeah, time flies. So do we, right? Yep. That's a new shirt. Time flies. So do I. <laughs> That's gonna be my Oh, next one. there you go. Time flies. So do I. Time flies. Oh, write that down. That's right. I like that. Could make that like in a magnet. I need more magnets for my refrigerator. No, no, you don't. Time flies. Got plenty So do of them. I. Well, you know, you know that we already have um, the uh, the um, the 
uh, merch store over at iloveppg.com, right? Oh, I forgot. Do they have magnets though? Yes. They do? Yes, they do. Let me write down, I love PPG what? Dot com. Okay. I'll check it out. I love PPG dot com. The sound. You're fly off. baby fly PPG this the dice die sound great Simon PBF paramotor brother of fly I, I need glasses I can't really read what that says I think where that's are what your it. glasses grandpa I, I I put them I was clipping my dog's nails I was giving them a, the spa treatment yeah. uh, you know if you have puppies okay. um and we have two they need their nails trimmed at least once every 30 days or they end up like talons. I'm like, what, what is this coming out? I mean, it looks like they stuff on your feet and everything. It's great. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Walter says code, please. Dude, it's in our messenger. You're, you're part of the messenger group, our clear prop TV guest chat. We always put that in there, but we're going to be, um, signing off here in about two minutes because I need to spend time with my wife uh, today she she did not have to work she has banker hours well because she's a banker and okay. uh, today was a day off for her so I need to go over and and hug and smooch on my wife because she's over there like now going how long are you gonna be on your podcast tonight you know I've been here all day <laughs> not really <laughs> but I probably need to go smooch on the wife right yeah, yeah. So. probably so will fly you can find will fly at willflyppg.com you can find uh, linda anderson over at paramomusa.com flying flamingo jade over at paramotorgirl.com and her husband eric you can find him over at ppg lear like the lear jet l-e-a-r.com and tomorrow's the show wednesday is flying flamingo jade show and Thursday, there's something going on. What is that Thursday thing? What? Paraglidingtalk.com. I love it. Robert Michaels. Awesome. Oh, it's been a really fun evening. I'm really glad that y'all showed up uh, tonight. I know that. Uh, I mean, most of the most of the United States, it was really nice and and definitely flyable, but. You guys came here, you hung out with us, and I really appreciate you. And we know that you didn't have to, but you did. Uh, appreciate you all. And thank you guys for being on the um, on the panel. Thank you for everyone talking in the chat, giving us something to talk about, um, all the questions, and just, just the all-around paramotor community that we have. And I really appreciate you all. I really, truly do. Love you all. Uh, don't forget tomorrow over at where? PPGLear.com. Wednesday over at paramotorgirl.com and Thursday. Paraglidingtalk.com. She says it's so nice. Y'all have a great evening and thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Good night. Good night, everyone. Peace out. Well, what, anybody have anything else to say before we go? I, I should have asked. No? Okay, good. Because, you know, I felt awful. I'm like, oh, no. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye, guys. Bye.